Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. Ahead of the pack, smooth sailing, corner the market. English is full of idioms like these. And in order to be able to work, study, or live in a native English speaking environment, understanding and comprehending idioms is a vital skill. For that reason, this episode will introduce you to some common idioms that are especially useful for business situations. However, they will also be beneficial to anyone who wants to study abroad. Understand English TV shows or movies, or even just enjoys studying languages. After you finish listening to this episode, make sure to check out episodes 19 and 21 for more idioms and phrasal verbs. In fact, why not follow the Thinking in English Instagram as well? Thinking in English podcast, or the link is in the description. Full of great vocabulary content. And you should definitely look at our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, for all transcripts and bonus content. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. To accelerate. To accelerate. To move more quickly or to make something happen faster or sooner. For example, he accelerated rapidly to pass a car. Glitch. Glitch. A glitch is a small problem or fault that prevents something from being successful or working as well as it should. For example, The system has been plagued with glitches ever since its launch. Initiative. Initiative. An initiative is a new plan or process to achieve something or to solve a problem. For example, the government launched their new education initiative last week. To blink. To blink. When you blink, you close and then open your eyes quickly once or several times. And when an eye blinks, it does this. You've got something in your eye. Try blinking a few times. Standard. Standard. A level of quality. For example, This essay is not of an acceptable standard. Do it again. Manufacturer. Manufacturer. A manufacturer is a company that produces goods in large numbers. For example, Japan is a major manufacturer of vehicles. Towering. Towering. Very high or very great. For instance, the baseball player hit a towering home run. Howling. 
howling. So when we use howling to describe wind, it means blowing hard or making a lot of noise. For example, the hurricane's howling winds just missed the island. And finally, gale. Gale. A gale is a very strong wind. For instance, hundreds of old trees were blown down in the gales. Now, I'm going to introduce you to some of the most common, useful and interesting idioms that we often use in business situations. So, without any further ado, let's get into the lesson. Ahead of the pack. Imagine you are in a race, a foot race, car race, horse race, so on. Most of your competition are racing at the same speed and consequently they are grouped together, bumping shoulders but never leading for long. Another term for a group is a pack. So let's call the group of competitors the pack. Suddenly you find some extra energy, which allows you to accelerate rapidly and overtake all of your competitors. You are now ahead of the pack. In business, to be ahead of the pack is to be more successful than the competition. To be more successful than other people who are trying to achieve the same things as you. In terms of online retailers, Amazon is way ahead of the pack. If you want your company to stay ahead of the pack, you might need to embrace change and invest more in marketing. Other similar idioms include lead the pack, ahead of the game, and ahead of the curve. Back to square one. If you are back to square one, you have to start something over again because a previous attempt failed. Your previous plan completely failed, so you need to start working on a new one. What are the origins of this idiom? There are actually a few different theories. One popular theory in the UK is that the phrase originated from BBC radio broadcasts, specifically football or soccer, if you are American English, broadcasts. More convincingly are the connections to the games, snakes and ladders or shoots and ladders. For example, in these games, if you land on a snake or shoot, you will have to return to an earlier square. Alternatively, if you fail in the popular schoolyard game Hopscotch, you also have to start over. Sometimes to make your ideas work, you need to go back to square one. If you're a computer programmer and your software program has a glitch, maybe you need to go back to square one to fix it. If an important business deal collapses, you'll also have to go back to square one. Corner the market. 
you've probably heard of the noun corner. Or if you haven't, it's a place or angle where two sides or edges meet. Slightly less common is the verb to corner. To corner means to force a person or animal into a place or situation from which it is hard to escape. The person or animal doing the cornering is powerful, dominant and in control. It is also possible to corner the market. If a company corners the market in a particular type of product, it is more successful than any other company at selling that product. Alternatively, it can also suggest that a company has the ability to control the available supply of a type of product or the ability to sell it. So thinking about online search engines, Google has certainly cornered the market. Get something off the ground. If a plan or activity gets off the ground or you get it off the ground, it starts or becomes successful. In business, this especially means to start a project, new company or an initiative. This idiom originally refers to flight. If an aircraft gets off the ground, it is certainly successful. There is a difference between a business idea which never gets off the ground and one which suddenly goes bad. Often large amounts of money are required to get certain ideas off the ground. In addition, it can take a lot of hard work to get something off the ground. Hopefully, one day soon, this podcast will get off the ground. In a nutshell. Nutshells are usually tiny. In that case, what could you fit inside a nutshell? Probably not much. So if I asked you to put some ideas, answers or responses into a nutshell, those ideas, answers or responses would have to be really small. Thus, the idiom in a nutshell means using as few words as possible. Imagine your business is struggling. If a close friend or advisor asks you how your business is going, how would you answer? You could spend a few minutes explaining all the details of your problems. Or you could say, in a nutshell, the business is struggling and we will run out of money soon. If you want to ask a question, but don't want a long answer back, you could ask the question, can you tell me in a nutshell? If you want to tell a story in brief, you could start by saying, I won't tell the whole story, but in a nutshell, no brainer. Of course, everyone has a brain and we use our brains to think about things make decisions, and so on. However, although sometimes we know we are using our brains, sometimes we don't actually realise. We don't think about breathing, blinking, the movement of our bodies when we are walking. We use the idiom no-brainer to describe something that is really obvious or easy. 
something that we don't really need to think about. It just makes sense. If a friend of yours offers you free tickets to watch your favourite sports team, it's a no-brainer to accept them. Or making money as an investment banker is so easy that we can describe it as a no-brainer as well. Raise the bar. I want you to think back to your high school track and field classes. Or if your school didn't do this sport, think about Olympic athletics events. Specifically, think about the high jump and the pole vault. These sports involve trying to jump over a bar. Every time you are successful, the bar raises a small amount with the purpose of finding the athlete who can jump the highest. This means that every time you are successful, there is a new goal. You are aiming for a higher target. Therefore, we use the idiom, raise the bar, to mean setting standards or expectations higher. The iPhone certainly raised the bar for smartphone manufacturers. After the first iPhone, the target for all manufacturers was a much better product. If you have a very hardworking employee, they might raise the bar for the rest of your employees. Smooth sailing. Have you ever been sailing before? I have only been on a sailing boat one time. During my uh, first year of secondary school in the UK, I went on a school trip to an outdoor activity centre and went on a sailing boat. Unfortunately, after only 30 seconds of sailing, I somehow managed to fall off the boat and into the freezing cold lake. It most certainly wasn't smooth sailing for me. Imagine you're sailing a ship across the ocean. If the weather is nice, there is no storms, no large waves, it is a relatively easy journey. We call this smooth sailing. On the other hand, if there are towering waves, howling gales, and problems with your sailors or staff, it is definitely not smooth sailing. Therefore, we use the idiom smooth sailing for a situation where success is achieved without difficulties. If your business's largest competitor goes out of business, it will probably be smooth sailing for your company from then on. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. I hope you found the idioms I introduced today useful. And maybe in the future, you can use them in your daily conversations, academic work or business lives. Check out episodes 19 and 21 of the podcast if you would like to learn some more idioms and phrasal verbs. Please share the podcast with your friends and check out our social media links in the description. We appreciate all of your feedback. And if you have any ideas for topics, future podcast guests or other learning formats, please let us know. And please leave us a rating. We're now on Instagram. 
uh, I'm producing daily content focusing on improving your vocabularies. So make sure you check out the Thinking in English page. Thinking in English podcast on Instagram or the link is in the description. Instagram is also probably the best way to contact me. And all transcripts of the podcast are now available on the Thinking in English blog. Vocabulary lists, comprehension questions and articles are all there for you to read. There's also more vocabulary content um, and hopefully over the next few weeks I'll be releasing grammar and pronunciation help as well. The link is also in the description so please check it out. Thank you for listening again and I'll see you next time.